0: Hi, welcome to Motherhood Mental Health For Me. I'm your host, Jeanette Binion, and um, today I'm going to be talking about a subject I'm really passionate about, which is child development. And I really want to share some tips and um, stuff that I've been doing and um, things that I've learned over the years in attempts to create a space for my children my daughter to thrive and I just think this is is such is so important for me um, because I'm really invested in my relationship with her and I want to have create a space where we can talk and she can affect me and I can support her and also give her some agency over her life. So I, a few years ago when she was about two, I came across this book called How to Talk So Kids Will Listen and Listen So Kids Will Talk. I'll put the details in the notes. And today specifically, I want to talk about how to deal with children to engage them to cooperate with you. Um, so the book sort of details 10 ways of communicating which has can have a negative impact on the children. And uh, what I liked about the book is that it gives you space to reflect on what your words have on your children and what it will feel like for them, listening to those words and how that will make them feel. Um, And then there are some tips on how to engage with them so they cooperate with you in a much more positive and balanced way so the first way in which we speak to children could be in a blaming accusing way so when we're annoyed we might say you know what's the matter with you can't you ever do anything right or how many times have I have to tell you to do this or whatever um And then you can think, as a child, how would that make you feel? So me just reflecting off the top of my head, as a child, I may feel incompetent. A child might feel, well, that, that they might just lie, or they may feel like they're shrinking, or that that thing is more important than they are, if you're blaming and accusing them. A second, I guess, negative way of speaking to children is calling them names so they've put there some examples like you're disgusting or you're a slob you live like an animal or it's a real stupid thing to do and then you have a chance to think about okay if I had that as a child how would I feel I'm just thinking I may feel rubbish I may feel worthless as a child some of the examples that they've said is that she's right I am stupid or I hate her Number three is threat So threaten them, threatening them If you touch that one more time I'll give you a smack Or if you're not finished By the time I count to three I'm leaving without you um, So as a child I'm just reflecting now I may feel Really desperate or needy Or scared uh, That I'm going to be left Or that you as a mum Are going to follow through On what you did What you do They may feel Afraid Or they may feel like they want to cry Another one is commanding Or some commands Like I want you to clean up right this minute Or hurry up Or you still didn't take the garbage out Do it now Or move As a child I may think I've got no space Or I'm suffocated Or I'm stifled I hate his guts Or I'm frightened Or how do I how do I get out of here? I think I use that one. I used I've used commands and yeah, this is really sobering stuff to kind of think about. I mean, how I communicate with my children. Another one is to lecture them. So go on and on and on, basically. Do you think that was a nice thing to do to grab that book for me? I can see you don't realise how important good manners are, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. A child may feel that I'm dumb or I'm worthless, or they might just think, oh, boring, 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 and zone out. Number six, warnings. I'm warning you, careful, you'll get hit by a car, or don't climb there. Do you want to fail? And your child may feel listening to this, that the world is a scary and dangerous place, or how will I manage by myself, or whatever I'll do, I'll, I'll be in trouble. Also, number seven is using martyrdom statements like wait till you have children of your own, then you'll see what aggravation is. Do you see these gray hairs? It's because of you. And as a child, I mean, I feel that would be really heavy on my shoulders. It's just really weighty. I'd, I'd feel a bit oppressed. A child would feel guilty and scared. I'm scared. It's my fault. And as I read through these, I reflect on what was said to me as a child and how it made me feel and also i reflect on the things i'm doing i've made a lot of changes so there are things here that i still do but most of it i I don't do but i think it's because I've, i've done the work and there's an awareness that i've had but reading this again i'm like oh gosh like there's some others that come through i think oh gosh i like the next one comparisons why can't you be more like your brother Or Lisa's got such beautiful table manners, and as a child, the child may feel like they hate Lisa, and they may feel like a failure, and they feel like everyone loves she loves everyone more than me. I'm guilty of this sometimes when over dinner or anything over food. I'm sometimes I say that you know your sister's finished, or hurry up, or finish before your sister, and. Reading this now and thinking about this, I'm going to be way, way more conscious to just rein that in because there's no way that I want her to feel that she hates her sister or that I love I love um, one more than the other. Number nine, using sarcasm. So like, for example, or you know, you had a testimony, you left your book at school, that's really smart, that's a brilliant thing to do. So as a child, they may feel stupid um why try they may feel humiliated and confused or like no matter what they do that they can't win and then the final one which is number 10 is prophecy so you may say you know you lied about your report card and don't you know when you're going to be when you grow up You're going to be something that nobody can trust. And how that makes your child feel, she may, your child may feel like, oh yeah, that's true, it's right, I'm not going to amount to anything. I'm no use, I give up, I'm doomed. Now, what's interesting is, I think I had in my life, like negative words were spoken, not even I think, I know, negative words were spoken over me when I was growing up. And I struggle, and I still struggle with these things. Like, will I ever amount to anything? And this, I guess, despair of giving up, um, and just thinking about these things. As I said, the one I use I use is comparisons, on times again with. Um, around food I do threats I think I use the threats one where I know I have said things like oh if you don't eat if you don't hurry up and finish your food then I'm going to feed you if I reflect on what my child might feel like feeling afraid um or wanting to cry then it makes me feel pretty awful so And then there are things that I just would never ever do Like I think the prophecy thing is I just don't do that And name calling and things like that But um, I guess the point of this is that um, I try to be kind to myself As in knowing that I'm not 100% perfect And if I can do 80% of the time eighty So more time than not Be not using negative words over my children And being more aware of what's coming flying out of my mouth or how I'm feeling Then I'm on on the road to doing better So there are some tips of how, what is the best way to help your children And the first thing is, so describe what you see or describe the problem So for example, instead of saying you're so responsible um, Can't you see that, you know, you always fill up the tub too much, it's going to flood you can say the water in the bathtub is getting to the top, or instead of saying how many times have I do I have to tell you to turn the light off, just say the light is on in the bathroom. I mean, I think I do say how many times do I have to turn the light off? How many times do I have to tell you this? I do say this actually. The more I the more I'm reading this, the more I'm remembering that that's what I say, which is war. It's blaming and accusing, and it's funny because. I hear my daughter say to me sometimes, it's not my fault. If I come into a room and something's happening, she says, oh, mommy, it's not my fault. And then uh, I feel myself getting angry or irritated. Like, Why is she defending herself for something? But the reality is she's defending herself because she knows I'm going to blame her for something. So this is an awareness now that's coming to me right now as I'm talking. And I don't want her. I don't want to blame her or accuse her for something that she's not guilty of. I don't want to to do that. So I need to stop. This is me it's stopping. And also, I now my next step is: um, Why am I blaming her? What's going on with me? Why? Why am I just going straight to blaming her? Um, Which I may have to sit with. Um, Describing the problem gives children a chance to tell themselves what to do, which empowers them. So describe what you see. The second one is give information. So for example, instead of saying, that's disgusting, Look at that apple on your bed Say apple cores belong in the bin Apple cores belong in the garbage Instead of saying If I catch you writing on the wall again You're going to get spanking Say walls are not for writing on Paper is for writing on Again if you just give your children information Then they're usually able to figure out For themselves what needs to be done So again it's giving them an opportunity To empower themselves but All this is so, so, so difficult because especially if you are set in how you've been communicating, but it's okay. It can change. It changes with us. We make the decision and it's a small step by step. So just taking one of these things at a time, just drop one negative thing that you're doing, I'm doing, and pick up a new something to do instead of it is the way forward. Number three, so say it with a word So instead of going on and on and on and on and on Like I've been telling you so many times To get into your pyjamas and all you've been doing is blah 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 blah, Just say kids pyjamas Or your lunch Or the dog So just say it with a word And because kids don't like hearing lectures and sermons And long and long explanations They don't like it So the shorter the better that's doable So number four Talk about your feelings Do not comment on the child's character or personality So instead of saying You'll stop doing that You're a pain in the neck Say I don't like having my sleeve pulled If your child is pulling a, your jacket for example Instead of saying What's wrong with you You always leave the door open Say It really bothers me When you leave the door open So just talk about your feelings It's easier to cooperate with somebody who's expressing irritation or anger. So I find I've done this. I've been doing this since reading this book. Now I'm more likely to say I feel really upset that blah blah. blah, I feel really tired and we really need to go home now or I do talk about my feelings and I do not comment on my child's character or personality ever. And then the fifth point is write a note. To the children, um, because sometimes it's more effective to write a note for them. So I've not written any notes because my children have been really small. But this exercise of going through these communication tips, I guess, how to communicate with the kids is really uh, important for me, places for me, because I can just reflect on what I have been doing and uh, what I want to start doing. So it's the blaming and accusing for me that I think I do, um, which I'm going to stop And be aware of, I'm going to allow myself to be more aware of that So just I want to become more conscious of the fact that that's what I'm doing So I I stop and instead of that I think I'm going to describe what I see Which I do do but I'm going to be doing that maybe a little bit more I think that's the easiest one for me to grab and those that's my takeaway which I'm going to work on for the next few weeks a few months I'm going to continue working this like a muscle because I do not want to be the reason I don't want to break my child's spirit break her soul down I don't want to destroy her from the home when I know out there is just a crazy world so I hope this was really helpful. I really am going to try to just give you as much information of what what I'm doing and how I'm doing it in the hopes that it might help you. If if you find this interesting or is this helpful, please let me know if there's something that you're going to be working on or if you've got another way to work, work with your children on how to engage them to cooperate, then I would love to hear it. And I really hope you've enjoyed this episode and I look forward to speaking to you soon.